Hello, everybody. I'm Tom Dorsey. I'm Jay Greg Nanny. It's May 16, 2018, and this is our podcast for Wednesday. It is, and uh, May is halfway over, and the market hasn't collapsed as the added sell in May and go away might might dictate. Well, you know, it's sell in May and go away. That takes more than just a couple of days. <laughs> you know that it does, and, and you and you never know. You never know how it's going to play out. Let's see what the market's doing today. Okay, Dow Jones up 55, not much. Down 200 yesterday, 187 yesterday. Um, one of the things I want to talk about today is education. Mm. There's so much on this site that so many people don't use. One of the things that I find most important is the portfolio sector. Now, one of the things that I do that I think everyone here should should do, have your sales assistant or an intern that works for you do this, is go to the model page, click on the model page, then go down to stock models, and then take every one of our stock sector models, and you go to the first, the first thing you see on the model page is the symbol, Second, you see the writing that explains what it is. Mm-hmm. Shows you the, the name of yeah, the actual the name model. Of it. Yeah. Click the name. That brings you into explaining what that is. But most importantly, what I'm talking about here is it allows you to go to the matrix or it allows you to go to all of the underlying stocks in that model. Yeah. I think it says view full universe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Click view full universe. At the bottom of the page, you can just click put it into a portfolio. And do that with every one of these. It'll take you 10 minutes to do it. And you'll have all of those sector stocks into portfolios that you can then utilize. And I think that's really important. And you then that that gives you talking points with a customer when you're looking at stocks. Like you brought to my attention today, retail. Let's talk about that. Some of the retail retail sector. Yeah. Retail and and some of the textile companies as well. And, and what was kind of the catalyst for looking at that was seeing um, a breakout in Under Armour. Under Armour, uh, symbol UAA, Under Armour as a, as a stock, which is, you know, a textile company. But as a stock has been, you know, trending downward for, for a number of years now. And just today on, on Wednesday as we're recording this, that stock was able to get through its downtrend line, get back into a positive trend, and back to what we would consider to be a solid citizen from a, a technical attribute perspective, back to a three out of five for the first time in over two years now. And so, you know, that right there kind of prompted the, the further look into other textile stocks as well as a lot of the retailing names. Yeah, and all you can say is, will you look at that? <laughs> will you look at that? <laughs> will you look at that? Yeah, you got to. All you can say when you look at that stock, <laughs> will you look at that? that? Um, well, you look at that and, you know, you start to go down the road and you think of, you know, some of the big names, obviously, in the group and, and the Under Armors and, and Nikes of the world. And uh, Nike has been a stock that has, has done well, has been trending well. But that also, too, um, had a very nice breakout, breaks out to new highs at $71. Uh, Nike does. Um, Under Armour, a little bit different picture, but has now turned the, the technical corner. But, you know, as you mentioned, you're talking about going into some of these names, um, you know, there's there's a lot of individual stocks within the textile sector, and and if you're on the chart, if you're looking at the website now, and you and you're on the chart of say Nike, um, 
there is a section up at the top of that chart there that says stock sector matrix rank. And what that's going to do for Nike, it says 14 out of 22. So what that means is Nike is ranked number 14 on a relative strength basis out of the 22 names that are in that textiles and apparel sector. And so Nike by itself um, looks fine. The chart looks good. But when you look underneath the surface, how does Nike stack up against the other 21 names in the sector? And it's 14 out of 21. Um, you can click on that, that 14 out of 22, and you'll see uh, names up at the top of there that are stronger um, on a relative strength basis than Nike. You look at um, some names right there, and Guess is, is certainly up there at the top. And right there at number three uh, is, is Under Armour. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, one one of the things I looked at too last night is I went into my portfolio sector, which I'd love to do that because when you go into the portfolio sector, or I say sector, into the portfolio function, um, you can then do all kinds of things with the portfolio that you have in there. Mm -hmm. One of the things is the thumbnails. Yeah. You go into a particular portfolio, let's say in textiles, or I was looking at software last night, and you go into the fun thumbnails. And you can blast through the thumbnails and find some great-looking charts. And this is something that you want to show a customer. You want to sit down and show them you have this technology available to you and how you can bring a large group of stocks down to the lowest common denominator and make a selection on it. So when I looked at software, there's 224 stocks in my software sector. So um, I began to look at the thumbnails. And I was really surprised at all the great-looking stocks that are in the software sector. Stocks like ACI Worldwide. I have no idea what that is. ACIW. You better write that symbol down. ACIW. Got it. ACIW. I have no idea what they do, but I love the looks of the chart. And I can continue on with these thumbnail charts, and I see a lot of great software sectors. I look at the semiconductors. I don't see that many. You know, I don't... But it's interesting that I can go through this so fast here, mm-hmm. create a matrix, and find the best stocks. Yeah, It's interesting because as you scroll through some of these sectors, there's some really good-looking names. But at the other, you know, there are some sectors that have some, some ugly-looking names. And if you look just kind of broadly for a second at all of the optionable stocks in our database, there is 54% of those that are in positive trends. So just mm-hmm. over half of all optionable stocks today are trading in positive trends. And so the other side of that is, you know, just under half are trading in negative trends when, when you're looking at these stocks today. And so it's important to be able to scroll through those thumbnails, uh, look at the stocks, not just broadly, blindly bl- buying uh, an entire sector, but certainly being smart about individual stocks uh, and, and which sectors you're looking at today. Um, and part of that being able to put something in the portfolio that you're talking about is that there's a lot of other things that you can do from there. You look at the thumbnails. Um, you can run a query uh, off of any portfolio that you might have uh, set up in the system. And so that's just another that shows up as an option there. Uh, you can create a matrix off of a portfolio that you have. And uh, you can, you know, view just the thumbnails or view uh, of the, all of the stocks in the portfolio and all of the technical attribute criteria. So, yeah, putting stocks, putting your list in a portfolio is a great starting point, um, whether it's all of the individual sectors or, one, you know, one of the things that we talked about at the um, Institute in, in Las Vegas a couple weeks ago was 
taking a new either prospect or, or new account that's coming in the door, and the first thing you do is you load everything into one of those portfolios, and you can sit there and show your clients that here are the names that are scoring less than three on a technical attribute mm -hmm. basis. We need to get these out of the portfolio. Here are the ones that we're going to keep, and then here's how I'm going to go about finding new ideas to add to those positions. And you you will demonstrate to the to your to your customer or a potential prospect that you're different. From Absolutely. the guy down the street, Absolutely. or the lady down the street, you know. Another thing you can do in, in in the portfolio sector is distribution. I'm looking at marijuana stocks right now, and I can look at the distribution. And I say, okay, they're on the oversold side of the ledger. Yeah. So if you want to buy marijuana stocks, might be the time to do it. Time to buy. Yeah, but nothing's green; it's all red. But all right. you so know that that's one of the sectors that you you want to follow would be the marijuana stocks. There's a lot of big companies in there that are getting involved there was a um there was an article out i think it was etf.com had it and basically they looked to see all of the uh most searched etfs on their website so just oh, interesting and so i think the first the big the the most searched one was um qqq nasdaq 100 etf power share nasdaq 100 etf but within the top five names was an ETF with the ticker symbol MJ, which is an alternative harvest ETF from uh, ETF managers group um, that owns amongst some tobacco stocks. It actually has some uh, stocks that are involved in the marijuana business, whether it's through the harvesting or, or that type of thing. So um, you're not the only one looking at marijuana stocks. It's it's something that other people well, are looking I just, at. Well, I just ETF. came across in my portfolio. I, I keep yeah. that in my portfolio. Yeah. I keep, I have a bunch of uh, uh, portfolios that I've put in there, and that allows me to do searches. And you can sit down with a cup of coffee in the morning and just find all kind of interesting ideas. If you have customers who are interested in stocks, you know. Otherwise, you can put you can put um, <clears throat> mutual funds in there. Yeah. All kinds of different things, and a lot of a lot of what you can put in is right on our on our, on our model page. Mm -hmm. um. The other aspect of that, too, is you can set alerts on an entire portfolio. So if, if you have retail in there, you can set an alert to let, let you know, the system will let you know if anything in that retailing portfolio um, gives a buy signal, as an mm -hmm. example, or moves back into a positive trend. And the, portfo the portfolio alerts, you're not getting a 1,000 alerts throughout the course of the day. It's going to batch it all for you. And so... And, in the morning, usually overnight, the email will go out, and in the morning, it'll have the entire list of one all one email with everything, one in list with everything in it. Yeah. You know, there's I just learned something. So, you know, I didn't realize that we had that capability. Yeah, so set the, Man, set the alerts would, on there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that would really help me out tremendously. So, there's so much that can be done here. It's it's, yeah. it's really all about education, education for you to understand how to utilize our system most effectively, and education for you to teach your customer these are the things you have available. Absolutely. Keep you in the game. Keep you in the game. All right. We'll see you next week. Great.